<laughs> oh, don't get me started, girl. Damn. What the hell? Literally. Literally. I know you lying. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Oh, my gosh. It is season two, and we are here. I am your host and creator, Harrison. So nice to see some of you, and it's nice for any of you newbies that are here. I know that it has been a tough year, but we are finally in 2021, and that means new beginnings, and, you know, we have to think positive and know that everything is going to be okay. You know, if you rely on the negative, then everything negative will come into the light, but if you rely on the positive, then everything positive will work out all right. You know, Inauguration Day is coming up, and it's it's tough for all of us, you know. Some of us, it's a weight lifted off, and then some of us, not so much. You know, I don't speak about politics, so I'm not going to go into depth on my views, because that's not what I do. But I will say that this presidency has been, you know, very tough, and It's been a tug of war, you know, lots of drama and a lot of controversy in the works. And, you know, I have faith and I know that we're on the right track and everything is going to go good. You know, everything is going to go good. And something that is really neat is uh, Lady Gaga is actually performing the national anthem at the inauguration. So that is something to look forward to because she is an amazing, talented, show-stopping artist that I have near and dear to my heart and love so much. Wendy Williams has a movie coming out, and I know that may be old news to you, and it is old news to me. But it is really exciting, in my opinion, because I have been waiting and waiting for this. So this movie will be appearing on Lifetime on January 30th. And it is a biopic about her life, behind the cameras, behind the show, and even a beginning, like where she started behind radio. So this is really exciting, and this is going to talk about her struggle with substance abuse, and it is something that I am looking forward to, and I hope that it is just as blunt and honest as Wendy herself. And speaking of amazing accomplishments, such as Wendy Williams in her movie, I have an accomplishment of my own, and that is I have finished and completed cosmetology school and I could not be happier I you know it was a long 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 road and I'm so beyond blessed and happy that it's done you know I have to take my written and my practical but you know I'm getting there you know I'm getting around and I'm really really excited to take on this journey and this dream of mine because I I just can't wait. Um, Cosmetology school is an awesome environment. For some, it's scary. 
And, you know, I think that is a big mistake that a lot of people think. Hair school is easy. You know, I'm going to quit my college major and I'm going to go to hair school because it's easy. It's not a real job. People don't. First of all, all of those statements are wrong. Cosmetology is a job. Hair school is extremely intermediate. It is very hard, very tedious, and you have to be at the top of your game at all times. It is very hard. And I think that is what a lot of people get wrong. It's a big misconception that hair in general is easy. Let me tell you this. Being a hairstylist is a very stressful job. One mess up and that word of mouth is clientele. Did you, I don't know if a lot of you know that, but that is your biggest way of business. Not a business card, not an Instagram post, not a Facebook, not a Twitter post. Word of mouth. Because whenever someone sees their friend, he or she is looking good, they can say, so-and-so did my hair. I'll have to let you have their information, information, and you can go and schedule an appointment. But let me tell you something. The scary thing about doing hair is one mess up and you lose that client. Trust in the hair business is very very valuable. Do not break your trust with your client because it's hard. You know, I'm not saying you'll never have another client again. Oh no, absolutely not. Because clients come in and they leave. They come in and out of a salon daily and there's always going to be somebody new. But you don't want to hurt that person. You want to keep that trust sacred. And I'm not saying one of the biggest no-nos about a hairstylist, do not share your personal information, deep, dark secrets with your fellow employees, your co-workers, and definitely do not share it with your boss and don't share your secrets with your client. It doesn't matter how close you are with that person. Secrets are not secrets in the workplace. Everybody has a way of tiptoeing around the answers and they all find a way to say this. Because, you know, it always starts off with that famous sentence. Okay, I'm going to tell you this. Please don't tell so-and-so that I told you. And then that person goes and says, I'm going to tell you this, but please don't tell so-and-so that I told you. And then it gets around and then it's everywhere, spreading like wildfires. So that ends my little thing of hair school is fun. It is. But do not think of it as easy. Because you're going to be sadly mistaken. My views of hair school are my own. Do I intend to share them? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Yes, there may be a day and time 
But right now, that day and time is not yet. Because I'm, I'm not ready. What I will say is, you can't go in thinking, this is going to be the easiest thing and I'm going to get in, get out. Let me tell you something. School in general, especially cosmetology school, is an emotional roller coaster ride. Happy, sad, angry, screaming, kicking. And I don't mean that literally. It's just, it puts you through a state of mind where you have to think. And it's not as easy as people think that it is. What's also not as easy as people think it is, is losing weight. You know, a lot of people have been asking me nonstop, how did you lose weight, Harrison? Like, what did you do? Um, Well, first off, let me go into saying that what made me do this was me. I'm doing it for me. I'm not doing it for anyone but myself. What happened is that, and I say this to everyone, right before Hurricane Laura damaged our state and city, there were some pictures posted of me and a friend of mine on our school Facebook page. And as I was looking at her and I, our picture, me and her together, I had looked and I was like, oh my gosh, do I really look like that? And it was a state of shock and disappointment in myself that I had let myself go so much. Because there were people that I was seeing, some people didn't recognize me because they hadn't seen me in years and I had gotten bigger. I am not saying that I was ginormous. But I was bigger than I wanted to be and than I should have been. But it was a wake-up call that I needed to turn things around and fix it before it was too late. After Laura happened, I had went through a depression and I was eating my feelings, just emotional eating because, you know, it... For some people, that's a comfort. And for me, that was a comfort. I would eat. And I kept eating and eating and eating and eating. And I tipped the scale at 255. And it was bad. It really was. And I personally was not happy. And, you know, being a person, everybody knows that's my friend, knows that for years I've said, or I've posted on my Snapchat, day one of weight loss journey. Yeah, day one. After day one, nothing happened. Nothing happened. Because I wouldn't do anything about it. Because I'd be too tired or too lazy to get back on the treadmill. Or I'd work out, but I wouldn't eat right. In order to look good, you have to feel good. That's the main thing. In order to look good, you have to feel good. And I did not feel good. I was tired all the time. 
all I wanted to do was sleep. All I wanted to do was eat. All I wanted to do was sit. And it was too much for me. So finally, fast forward a few months, a month or two, I started. I started eating right. I cut out sugar. And I do. I do still have sugar. At first, it was no sugar at all. But I do have sugar now, but in moderation. I cannot tell you the last time I had a Coke. That was the main reason that I was so huge. You see, I never drank water while I was in cosmetology school. I did here and there, but every day since we had a Coke machine, a soda machine, and a snack machine, I would eat the snacks and the soda. And all I would have was a Coke. Every single day. Every single day of every week. And it got to the point where I was nauseated and about to faint. It was that bad. You know, my instructor was helping me on a cut that I was doing. And in the middle of me, of her showing me, I told her I needed to go sit down because I was afraid that I was going to faint. And what did I say? I need a Coke because my blood sugar is probably low. No, it was the simple fact that I was dehydrated and I needed water. But what did I do? I drank a Coke. So, mainly what I did was I started eating right and the weight just has come off. What is next on this journey for me? Is I want my body to look amazing. I want to be fit. I want muscles. I want, I just want to look good. And no, like I said, this is not for anyone but myself. Because when I would look in the mirror, I was very, very sad at what I would see. It has taken this long. Until now, for me to finally smile when I look in the mirror. Because your perceptions of yourself are your own opinion. And my perceptions of myself are my own opinion. Body dysmorphia is a real thing. And everybody struggles with it on a daily. I have just started struggling with it. And I have always thought for many years, why do these skinny, skinny girls think they're big? Body dysmorphia. I looked into it and I looked at what I was, what was happening to me. And you look in the mirror and you see something different than what's really there. And you are like, I need to keep losing weight. My thing is, lose weight if it makes you feel happy. Gain weight if it makes you feel happy. Do what's for you. Do not do it for a guy. Do not do it for a woman. 
do it for yourself because you know it's going to make you happy. Because I'm doing it for myself. My routine for the week, usually, is about control. I do not usually eat breakfast. But that's not different because I never have eaten breakfast. So for lunch, I usually have a lean cuisine or a healthy choice heat up meal. If you'd like to know my favorites, I have the chicken stir fry, um, General So's teriyaki chicken. That one is amazing. So good. But if I don't have one of those, I will have a sandwich with, I will have a sandwich with meat and cheese. No condiments. No ketchup, mayo, mayonnaise. No. No ketchup, mayo, or mustard. Mayo and mayonnaise are the same thing. Oh, my God. But I'm just very weird about that because... I'm terrified that I would get that size that I was again. So it's kind of a thing out of fear. I watch what I eat out of fear of being that size again. I do have sodas usually, um, but I drink Sprite. I don't really drink Coke. And to be fully honest and 100% with you, I had a Coke recently and it was disgusting. Because I hadn't had a Coke since Halloween. And I tried it and it was so disgusting. And it's crazy because Coke and Dr. Pepper and any type of cold drink, they're an addiction. And they just taste so good. But they're so bad for you. But then when you go without them and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't need this. You try it again. And it's like, ugh, why did I like this? Like, this is gross. You'll figure out that it's really not doing anything for you. Because it wasn't for me. Dehydration. Gaining weight. That's what it did for me. And sometimes we overthink, you know? That is something that I struggle with. Overthinking. You know, a lot of people have hurt me in my past and it has caused me to overthink. All of those people I have forgiven, but it doesn't take away the hurt that it put on me because I still overthink and I always feel as if someone is out to get me. You know, someone could look at me one way, somebody could laugh about something, and I automatically would think they're talking about me. Or if somebody, one thing that is really weird for me is it's all in the tone in the way you speak to me. If you speak in a weird tone, I will feel as if though you're mad at me. If you talk as if you're annoyed and beyond pissed off at me when you're really not, I'm going to think you are. But that's because if you don't talk to me at the level I'm talking to you, 
I mean, I feel like there's a problem. It's not like, oh, well, we're going to have a problem. Okay? No, it's not that. It's a problem if you don't show me the same respect that I'm showing you. You know? Because I feel as if I did something wrong. And one thing that I don't like more than anything is when people talk to me in a rude tone, a voice. And I'm not trying to repeat or draw this out, but think before you speak. Don't speak before you think. Because sometimes it can come out a totally different way than what you were thinking. And it can come off in a totally different tone than what you were intending it to. And that's something that we have to be careful about. I have always thought people were out to get me because my self-esteem goes from high to low, high to low, and it just kind of goes in and out from place to place, and it fluctuates. And it's one of those things that not everyone struggles with, but we do have those people, including myself, that do. But my self-esteem is not so low that I would ever intend on hurting someone by talking about them. You know, I, I feel like when people do that, they talk smack about people. It's because they don't have the confidence in themselves. Their self-esteem's really low. And they need to get a rise out of someone to make themselves feel better. Finding your path in life is about loving yourself first. Not about what others think of you. I learned that the hard way. I cared constantly what people thought of me. I wanted to know what everyone thought of me. I wanted to know what this person or that person said about me when I wasn't around behind my back. And what did it do? Hurt me. Made me cry. Made me scream. Made me angry. It didn't do anything for me but that. It's better to not know what they're saying than to know. Because if you have no idea what they're saying, then there's no problems. Because it's as if though it never happened. And that's the person that I am becoming and that I have become. I don't care. I don't want to know what you say about me. I don't need to know. What you have about me is on you. What you think of me is on you. I don't need to know. Because all it's going to do is hurt me. I want to thank all of you for always supporting me and thinking of me. And I also really want to thank every one of you for coming into today's episode and tuning in. I love all of you so incredibly much. And y'all have no idea how much y'all mean to me. I love you all. And thank you. Bye, dolls.